Hello. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable right now. That's great. Yeah. Um, hey, I'm Vicky. I'm Lynn. And I'm Mark. And we are Telling, telling on ourselves. ourselves. You know what we do here? What? We are three. We spill the tea on this journey called recovery. Well done. Very kn- well done. Who knew? Yeah, we got a we got a great topic today that I'm excited about. Yes, it's it's a beautiful topic. But first, please, Vicky, we get to talk about yuck in our lives. <laughs> well, we call those first thought wrongs. Yes, yeah. and you know, I've had this this space in my life where I have been extremely um, full with my time. And what I've discovered is that sometimes I'm not a very good friend. Hmm. And two 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 situations have occurred where I um, I really dropped the ball. Hmm. I mean, completely dropped the ball and left the field. Right. So, not just fumbled and then got back up. I mean, I dropped the ball and left the field, and and didn't even know I left the field. Didn't even know I was in a game. Mm. Right. So basically, the first situation was I made a commitment to someone about staying somewhere and then didn't haven't been talking to that person that much because life has been lifey. Mm -hmm. And they were with this other person that I committed to staying with that same weekend. And I got a text and it was very... It, for me to find out I did that was a very defensive response. That's where mm-hmm. the first thought wrong comes in. Yeah. I was defensive. Well, I didn't get a reminder. I didn't know it was for sure. And the good news is, is when I spoke to her, I owned it. And I, I said, I completely forgot. I told the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a win, if you ask me. Yep. And then another situation happened where this really big thing happened in a really good friend's life, and I didn't even know, and it was a surprise. And that's not where my first thought wrong was. My first thought wrong is I haven't been there for that person. So I guess it's not even a first thought wrong. What my realization was when I got my feelings hurt, that was my first thought wrong. I got my feelings hurt mm-hmm. like a little kid. I was, oh, that hurt my feelings. I didn't know. What I what I learned was I get to show up in people's lives that are important to me consistently. And when I'm not, it's not that I don't have a right to be hurt because your feelings are your feelings and they come like waves and and I don't want to judge my feelings. However, I get to own my part, which is what I've learned here in recovery. So my lesson is I get to be a better friend to those who I love. No. So those are good ones. And I will tell you, Vicki, the second part I also share in that and had a lot of those same feelings and what I kept trying to remind myself was don't take it personally it wasn't it wasn't like a slam against me it wasn't like a anything against me and once I was able to kind of dig out of that then I could just be there and happy for the person yeah right right yeah and, and I didn't it take it as me I just took it as oh that I'm not in that person's life and and I'm not on the 
I'm not on the board of directors anymore. Yeah. And it kind of kind of stung. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're sensitive. Yeah. Sure. I mean, especially the more someone means to us, mm-hmm. the more a very minor error can be a big right. deal, let alone something big. Yeah. And you know, now that you say that, that that is a good reminder to me to remember the really important people in my life. Because when you are busy in the day-to-day stuff and you get all caught up, and for me it's just like job and all this trivial noise that's constantly happening, happening, I do lose sight of the people and the things that are most important to me. Well, But that's when I was hearing that, I was thinking to myself, like, especially in recovery, like, yeah, more is not better, but Mm -hmm. we also don't choose the amount. Like, I don't have a maximum capacity, right? I mean, that's not spiritual. That's not Mm -hmm. uh, open, broad, and roomy. So, I mean, I've run into those errors where, yes, there is too much going on at once. There are, uh, you know, God, what a horrible problem to have, right? But too many amazing people in my life to keep track of. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think that, that there's that like intention, like is my intention ever to, um, disregard someone to miss something, to make an error? No. And, and I think what I was hearing in what Vicky was talking about was that when someone tells me how they feel or maybe something that affected them negatively, it's, it's not that undifferent than like a nine step in a 12 step program, Mm -hmm. which is that question, is there anything I've left out? Mm -hmm. Right. Which is. There's a perfect practice opportunity to hear their truth without being defensive, right. without even taking it personal. Because in a sense, just like those amends, meaning my past, these opportunities for um, hearing someone out, and, and that's connection, right? And I know we're going to talk about that, but that's connection and hearing them with an open heart and an open mind, being vulnerable and not taking it personal, even though right. it's personal stuff. And then... I think also remembering that if it, now uh, you know if I did it on purpose, right? Then then I could see why I'm going to get real mm-hmm. upset about it because I think when it still comes back to self, it, it's like I'm beating myself up for hurting someone, right? But but I'm 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 I'm, I'm responsible to myself, but I'm also human, and and I think I can get stuck in that trap of oh my gosh, you know, like I'll feel bad I did that. And then it keeps me stuck in self. It, it's mm-hmm. like it's like uh, they gave me that thing, and then now it's I'm, I'm you know. And I, I had a conversation with a friend last night, and it was really beautiful because they had said that somebody gave them a gift, and they didn't feel like they deserved it, but they really needed it. And I said, "Can, can I tell you something that somebody told me that was pretty amazing?" But I don't know if I was ready to hear it. And he said, "Go ahead." And I said, "Get over yourself." Mm-hmm. <laughs> right like because it's there it is the problem is not in the the thing or the it's in my thinking or the you know, constant yeah, yeah yeah well it's thinking of ourselves too much right. right it's not about good or bad it's i used to i remember someone in early recovery said we're obsessed with ourselves or obsessed with our thoughts or somebody said it to me and it is so true mm-hmm. that obsession and i didn't think i was full of self, full of ego early on because I thought that was braggadocious and very big personalities only. Oh, no, I was obsessed with how shitty I was, right? right? So we can take this as a battering ram, which where I get to celebrate this one, growth is that I owned it 
without belittling myself, mm-hmm. right? Without saying, I'm a terrible friend. In fact, I said, I get to do better. I get right. to be better. And I love you. And thank right. you for sharing this with me. Yeah. And the other beautiful side to that is having friends in your life, having people in your life that can be open. Yes. Can get past their hurt and listen. Actually a, listen. Yeah. And accept. Yeah. Or you yeah. just demonstrated friendship. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, yeah. it's like that. it's not, a, you know, I think that that's really... Um, you know, even some of the quotes we were reading, like where, what I get is like the beauty is in the breakdowns. The, mm-hmm. the, the beauty is in the failures, in the, in the errors. And the, like that's how we get closer. We don't get closer when we're all, you know, Everything's celebration. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's actually in, yeah. in the... It's like growth. In, in those moments, exactly, ah, right? You don't, you, you don't grow when everything's easy peasy. 100%. And flat, yeah. when it's that flat land that you're just kind of strolling along. Right. It's the ups and downs. Well, and when you show up when it's hard, mm-hmm. that's really showing up. You know, oh, yeah. it's easy to show up when it's fun and celebration mm-hmm. and when it's uncomfortable and you have that pit in your stomach and you show up and, and do what this Madame Brene talks about. Yeah. It's not easy, but it's so much more authentic and then there is an opportunity for true connection and true mm-hmm. love and sisterhood and brotherhood and relationship and fellowship. Right. Yeah. Yep, and looking in the mirror every morning and saying, hello, beautiful. Yeah. And and loving that, like, wholeheartedly. Yeah. Do you have a picture of me in your mirror? <laughs> <laughs> Is that creepy? <laughs> totally. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's actually one of those, uh, what are they called? The big, the big huge, oh, yeah, six-foot-tall... Uh, yeah, cut out. Yeah, yeah. yes, cut yes. <laughs> but he's not in the bathroom. That would be creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three and a half men. I'm just in the background. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about um, Renee Brown. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Madame Breen. Madame Brown. Um, so last week I was at a retreat with Vicky that she uh, facilitated that was amazing, life-changing full of so much good stuff to fill my soul. But we went uh, one evening to this yoga class and a a speaking engagement with a gentleman that wrote Untethered Soul, Mickey Singer, which was awesome. And when we were riding back, one of Vicky's friends that she knows through her leadership course who helped facilitate the retreat, who does that for a living, right? Yeah, I was in the front seat with her and we were talking and she said, it's been driving me crazy and I just figured out who you sound like. And I'm Mm. like, who? And she said, Brene Brown. I'm like, yes. I've gotten that a couple times (laughs) She really is my spirit animal, and thank you very much. Oh, yeah. And part of it is, I'm sure our accent, we both like to say fuck a lot. You know, it's it's yeah. those things more than yeah. anything else. But I had Brene on my, on my brain. So this week when we were talking about topics, I'm like, let me, it's my turn to, to step up. And I went over to my bookshelf, and this this book literally like flew off the my bookshelf into my hands. And it's um, her, The Gifts of Imperfection, which I love. And opened it up to the introduction and it was again like a big banner um, just how apropos it was for me right now in my life after this retreat things that we've been talking about kind of the line that we've been on uh, with the podcast so I said uh, let's see if we can do this and the introduction is about wholehearted living and she says wholehearted living is about engaging in our lives from a place of worthiness It means cultivating courage, compassion, and connection. 
uh, wake up in the morning and I think no matter what gets done or how much is left undone, I am enough. Now, when I think about this, and connection was the one that was really kind of speaking to me this morning, um, how we have so many different levels, degrees of connection in our life, how, and how not one is more important than the other. Um, an example I gave was uh, you have something happen and you're feeling really bad about yourself, like in a, that low, low spot. You have your person you're going to call for that particular thing, right? In recovery, when you're having these self-doubts, you might call your sponsor or you might call a fellow alcoholic that you know is going to speak to that. If you have a win that you know someone else is going to completely understand how important that win is to you, Mm. that's the person you're going to reach out to, hopefully. Hopefully you have these people, I will say. And I've been lucky enough to be able to cultivate those people in my little world, um, especially since recovery, because they are authentic now and they are genuine connections. But... Do we really, um, on any kind of conscious level, do the connections, or is it just subconscious for you guys? That's, I think, my first question for you. Can you... Yeah, so, for instance, you're in the shame swirl. Do you consciously just know this is who I go to, or do you need to think about it for a minute? Like, I could call my sister, I could call this friend, I could call my mom, I could call them. There are four different results I'm going to get. Yeah. So so thinking about our our connections as departments, right? Yes. So there would be, you know, the... (laughs) The blue department would be, you know, anything maybe heavy, mm-hmm. uh, anything maybe, um, you know, emotionally sensitive or vulnerable in that regards. And there would be like the hope department, which would be like, you know, wow, good news or, or just, right. you know, made a, um, you know, I think I think I I think I, I'm not conscious of it, but I think that those connections have been created through experience. Right. right. Like I like I've I've found where it's backfired on me and I've learned from that experience mm-hmm. where I kind of read the room, right? Like where I kind of was excited to tell this person this thing and then I c- kind of hear instantly like, oh wow, I like actually um, you know, I I kind of wish I hadn't have done that. That's, you know. that, that's what I was yeah. thinking of. And I think for me anyway, that's happened by my self work. Mm-hmm. Like understanding yeah understanding, and I, I don't want this to sound judgy, what that person is capable of. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you right. can't... What you their can't. specialty is. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. And that comes from experience. I don't think... Because uh-huh. I, I And think, so, but that's also self-awareness. It's not just experience. Right, right, right. Because right. You, can, you can stay in that cycle of <laughs> right. getting mad because they're right. not giving you what you want, <laughs> right. even though you're never clear I think of how many times <laughs> I called people like on the victory uh, path, you know, yeah. I'm like, I, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm dialing up anybody that'll answer. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'd say the thing about I gotta go. <laughs> They're like, thanks. thanks, thanks. I'll talk to you again. Yeah. <laughs> well, the- I I find myself. I, I had a conversation with my therapist about this actually because I had a situation and I went to someone with it and they just laid into me and it was not. It didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And she said, why would you even go to that mm-hmm. person with yeah. this topic? Yeah. Because it wasn't really fair because that person had a relationship with the person that I was right. struggling There's with. There's bias right? involved. Yeah. 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 Um, I will tell you, too, what i had done in the past that I'm trying to be more aware of not doing. I will manipulate that as well. If there's something that I want to talk about that I know maybe I'm thinking that person won't approve of, yeah, and yeah. I think of my sister, of course, is the first person I think of, I'm not going to talk to her about that. 
because mm. I don't want disapproval. I'll go to someone like Vicky. Yeah. Who well, I know. Fortune yeah. telling. It's yeah. fortune telling. Mm-hmm. You know what they're going to say, blah, right. blah, blah. Yep. So I think there's a happy balance between that where we get to, because for me, I usually hide, right? A lot of those different feelings cause me to shut out everyone, right? So my goal these days is to be more open to connect with people about where I really am, the people that matter, right? So I just get to be very aware of who am I sharing what with, what what you're bringing to me as I'm learning, who I'm sharing what with, and is this, you know, it's kind of in an amends. You brought up amends earlier. Mm -hmm. Will this harm them? Right? So if I'm thinking about, if I'm conscious and not selfish and this is only about me, if I'm thinking about them when I'm going to them with something and giving them context of, okay, this is a moment of celebration. This is a moment of I'm feeling like crap. This is a moment of I just need to get it out. Right? It's that upfront contract, which we talk about in sales a lot. Here's what what's coming up for me. Do you have space for this? Blah, blah, blah. But really, I think for me, what I'm learning in this part of connection is being open enough not to hide mm. when I'm feeling mm-hmm. all those things. Yeah. And yeah, the vulnerability of that. Yeah, that's good. Which takes courage. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, I think too. Um, so funny, like uh, how overthinky, thinky, thinky, <laughs> thinky we get, right? Because I mean, it's like, like for me to come up with a solution to one plus one, I start coming up with like fractions and like inversions. It's like, <laughs> wait, wait a sec. Like, but I think, I, I think that's the great part about recovery is it's not about um, complicating it. It's about um, expanding it, mm-hmm. right? Expansion is not about, um, you know, making it, it's, it, what, do, what do we learn? More is not better, right? But, but deeper is better. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and, and deeper actually can get things more simple through understanding, right? And that's where, like, when you say courage and compassion, and, and I think, like, wow, like, I mean, it takes courage to be compassionate. Um, you know, it takes uh, I, I was like thinking to myself too when you guys were talking about how, um, you know how how program or recovery has kind of changed um, a lot of my intentions in a conversation mm-hmm. in communication. Right, like it was never even a, a, an, an idea of like what could I do for this person right now. It was what am I trying to get across. Um, do they agree? Do they disagree? I want because I still want feedback for me, right? Right, and, and you know, and 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 then it was just, and I would go on to the next opportunity to you know be a one man band, mm-hmm. and I think that the the most uh, I think the most uh, powerful moments are when, and I don't do it consciously, but when I I'll, I'll like recognize I'm doing it, and it's where I'm looking at an opportunity to be vulnerable to help someone else. Yes, it's it's like I'm I'm almost like. Look, like we're we're insiders here, and 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 I trust you enough uh, to let you in on this. But I'm not doing it so I can let go of my baggage. I'm actually right. doing it. You're giving hope mm-hmm. in the darkness, right? right. <laughs> you know, and that's 
uh, to me, and that's a really vulnerable thing to do because um, uh, even in that same way with sponsorship or things like that, mm-hmm. like, n- n- I mean, one of the greatest things I ever learned, I'm not going to give my tricks away in case pigeons are listening, but it's like that idea of like admitting you're totally wrong, like, yeah. or I don't know, yeah. right? Not being one of the most, I mean, remember my sponsor saying, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do you mean? You're supposed to know it was everything. Like, <laughs> like my sponsor broke. You know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like this is that you know, being human, being uh, fragile, being vulnerable. You know, being wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially when a friend tells you like they did that, like, hey, you were wrong. Now you know it goes back to the we can both be right. Um, you know, but yeah. that my right or my wrong doesn't invalidate their right or their wrong. Right. And I think that that's something that, um, takes practice and it takes, um, willingness to, to, to both, you know, want to agree to disagree. I always hated that. It's like, how about, a, you know, disagree to agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I mean, just that idea of like, it goes both ways and, you know, when it's politics or any of those things, it's like. We don't have to get to a common ground. Right. We can both talk to each other from totally do. That's how phones work, right? I'm like, I'm over here. You're over there. Mm -hmm. Let's keep talking. Mm -hmm. Well, and there's a couple things that came to mind when you brought that up. And one of them is when we do, that's the beauty of recovery in relationship Mm -hmm. and working with others because you see yourself and you see how you've come full circle or something they're going through is something you may mm-hmm. be going through in a different place or space yeah. where your higher power is talking to you as you're talking to them. Right. Yep. And the other piece that I think is so important, this idea of I don't know, sometimes in sponsorship, I felt I had to have the answers. And when I was drinking, I was very good at making up things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I I have great thesis, you know. (laughs) This is a theory. Um, And so when we say, I don't know, and we get to reach out to our sponsor or someone else in the program and really get some insight, there's someone in the program that always has been through something that someone else... Similar, yeah. That We have a vast network of situations that Mm -hmm. we've been through, and we get to reach out to others when we don't know. Yeah. Um, and I was going to also say the beauty of meetings is sharing in that space that is safe where you can be vulnerable and you know that there's going to be someone that's going to either have been through that, could be experiencing it. And having that kind of safety in that arena, it's uh, it's life-changing, especially when you're first getting sober, when you're first starting recovery or you're coming back to recovery, to know that you've always got that safe place that you can be yourself completely and no one's going to judge you. You're just there, you know, to, to be as authentic as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, the things that I really like that she said about finding these connections, the right person for the right time for the right issue, is that they embrace your strengths and your struggles. And they listen and then perhaps share their own vulnerabilities, but it really is, you know, 
we're the good and the bad, the light and the dark. You know, we're never, like we said, it's not always good all the time. It's not always bad all the time. And finding those people that embrace all those things, you know, and can remind you of your strengths and remind you of past struggles and how you got past it or where you're going. You know, those are the people that you always want in your corner. Well, there's a quote that Mark <laughs> Mark made us do an exercise uh-huh. before. <laughs> yes. And there's a lovely quote that really embodies what you're talking about, and it relates specifically to shame, okay? And she says, if we can share our story with someone who responds with empathy and understanding, shame can't survive. Yeah. Right? So when we are... That's why we get to be intentional, as you were saying, about who we go to. Mm -hmm. Because I used to, and I think this was, to answer your question, I think this was subconscious. I used to, when I was upset with myself, go to people that I knew would respond a certain way because I was perpetuating the story of me being not such a great person, right? Especially in those drinking years. Mm -hmm. Today, I'm careful who I go to. Right. I'm mindful of who I go to. And what I've learned through better communication is that, especially with really good friends, I'll start by saying, I just need you to listen. Or can you help me with a solution? Or I I, I want some ideas about how to make this better or not fix. I hate to say fix it, but I'm good now about up front before I even start going, listen, this is what I need. (laughs) Yeah, I don't need you to fix anything, just listen. Or I do need help. Help me with a solution if you can. Well, and and that's the, on me. The more we're talking about this, I, I, you know, I think we all get our own unique, uh, you know, viewpoint on this. But I don't think I, I'd like to deal in departments. And mm. I'll, I'll tell you why. Because, I mean, that's it. Then it is again. It's it's subjective. Mm-hmm. It's based on what I, what I get out of it. Manipulating. Right. I yeah. mean, it would, yeah. it's like what works for me. I think that's where that neutrality comes from. Having a confidant. Right, As someone like a sponsor, a mentor, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, having that one person for for the well-rounded understanding, mm-hmm. as opposed to compartmentalizing. Because I don't know about you, but I've also been in that situation where I'm the friend that only gets the call yep. with the certain thing, yeah, and then because it works, right? We do, a, you know, you, and right. it's, it becomes like sort of a service. Right. Like, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I, you know, I go to, I go to this uh, store because I like their granola mm-hmm. and I only go there for granola. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that can keep us from the growth and the connection because then I'm kind of running. Okay. Yeah. No, I just, no, I, I, gotta, I just I set two ladies off. They almost <laughs> spilled their this, tea. There's this thing that happens sometimes when you're in the program and you call everybody on your list. So yeah. you, you get to have a big list. Right. right. And you call everybody and nobody answers. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you get to sit in quiet with right. your higher power. Right. And, you know, I, w- I remember I was having a mi- I was having a, just an awful time. And I said, fine, God, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Nobody's here for me and blah, blah, blah. And I just said, what am I supposed to do? Right. Yeah. And you get to figure it out. And I've had this situation with my son and I tend to solve problems. I tend to be a problem solver in that scenario. And well, that's what parents do, right? Right. (laughs) And I was gone and something happened and I allowed it to breathe. Yeah. Right. And 
dad took care of it and it was handled and something beautiful came out of it. So sometimes me jumping in or me choosing, to your point, this department thing, sometimes it's, and I think this is where God does for us where we cannot do for ourselves. Sometimes those moments we, we are in silence because we get to be, because we do have the answers and we can figure it out or whatever the case may be, right? But there's this beauty of flowing through life yeah. and who's in front of you or who's with you right. allowing. And I think what I'm, what's coming to me about this whole topic is, is what, what is my intention behind this conversation with this person? Right. And I think that's where my biggest learning gets to be because is it right? Is it, you know, am I safe? Are they safe? All the things. It, there, there's a happy balance, I think, between all of it. Well, I'm glad that you articulated that because what I was going to say to your your point of not having departments to talk to things, I was thinking about, okay, if I'm uh, mad about something at work and I go talk to someone at work mm, about it, yeah. they're going to yeah. feed no, my no, indignation. That definitely makes as sense. As opposed yeah. to going to someone that's neutral, that doesn't right. have any skin in right. the game, and I can say, listen, I'm real mad. And my friend Sue is so good about this. She's so good at helping me see the other side because mm. I'll be like pissed about something. She'll yeah. go, well, did you ever think about da-da-da? Right. I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Of course not. But if I were just to go to someone else at work, again, yeah. I'm just, it's a, you know, that's an easy one to use. Um, they're just going to feed that for me. Mm-hmm. So that's when I, I think perhaps when you're saying I don't have departments for people, that's what I mean by yeah. that is no, that, that, you know, you do have to be intentional. And Vicki articulated, you have to be intentional about what do you want behind this conversation. If I'm going to someone to talk about something that's really big in my life, am I going to go to somebody at work about it? No, because I don't want to share my personal information with them. Yep. Right. Well, and that's, it brings me to my quote for. which is authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who Mm. we think we're supposed to be (laughs) and embracing who we are. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, that's where, you know, thank goodness for keeping things broad or open Yeah, because, you know, what works for me today might not work tomorrow. And, and then also that idea of all these accidents or mistakes we make, which we realize that thing that didn't work out for you sure worked out for you. (laughs) Uh, Right. You know, uh, even, Uh even an example of saying something to somebody and and thinking, I shouldn't have done that. That's just how it feels. Yeah. I mean, you know, the reality is uh, I love the, you know, the, the, Acceptance, right? The you know the idea is where we're we're really kind of realizing that nothing, absolutely nothing, happens in this world by mistake. Right. And that butterfly effect does not give me a report each day as to why my mistake made the world a better place. Nope. No, the no. the ramifications of right. things come when they come, and that is for me as a impatient mm, uh, yeah. when I'm in my ism. Mm-hmm. Right, yep. I want answers now, and I want to know why. And yeah. that's yep. when nobody answers the phone. I'm pissed, and that's when I get to go inside and allow and meditate. And I think this is a great segue to what she calls about. This is when you dig deep. And what we, what I used to think of as digging deep was when I'm so bone tired, I don't think I can lift a finger, but I've got to do a load of laundry, or I don't have any clothes tomorrow. Yeah. I dig deep to do that. that that's extra what I. Set, mm-hmm. That's what I yourself. used to think of as digging deep, and she has a different way to look at digging deep, which I love, and it's an acronym: deliberate in their thoughts and behaviors through prayer, meditation, and simply setting intentions. So that's the first thing, like you said, Vicky, when nobody will answer the phone, and you're like. Oh. 
fuck, I got to go inside. <laughs> and How meditate. was that an acronym again? <laughs> De- deliberate, deliberate, inspired, going. Deliberate, inspired, going. Okay. So the first one is deliberate. Got That's it. when you go inside. Yeah. Um, inspired is to make new and different choices. Mm. Huh. Yeah. Get creative. What, what is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Yeah. So maybe I need to try to, to come at this a different direction. And then the last one is going, which is take action, which yeah. Vicki and I are big fans of. You know, it's like all this talking. You can talk all day. You can write all day. You can plan all day. But if you don't take action, none of it matters. Well, So it, that's dig, D-I-G. Dig. Like, huh? Deliberate, dig in. inspired, going. Dig it. <laughs> can we dig Thanks, it? Sugar snack. <laughs> yes, I can. Uh, can you dig it? Wow. Yes, I can. <laughs> really? Can you top that? <laughs> no. No, I cannot. <laughs> All right. What were your golden nuggets? My favorite nuggets? golden nugget. Thank you for um, articulating the intention behind the conversation that I need or want to have. Mm. What do I really need or want from that? Mm. That's that inside job. Mm-hmm. I I think uh, you know that that idea of living and the formula for courage and compassion equals mm-hmm. connection. Like you know, the the um, the weak and the strong, the the good and the bad. The uh, um, you know the dark and the light. Um, I mean that's it. we all connect through. Yeah, we, we cannot connect only through hope. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, that's, you know, some of us have experience with connecting with an absolute lack of hope, mm-hmm. you know, hopelessness, right? Um, and, and I think that's beautiful. That's that's where, I mean, man, we're really on to something if we can completely switch the dynamic to where, I mean, that's what my recovery life feels like is where the hard is actually the great and then the, the easy is, is sort of, uh, yeah. You know, and that's that's a complete. You know, mm-hmm. everything is di- you know everything is different in that way because I just thought you know I just want to be comfortable, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. And then, then when we get to I want to be uncomfortable and come on with me. Yeah, you get to choose comfort or courage. Yeah, mm. and and it's this expansion that you were talking about earlier, mm. expanding into more, right? Expanding into whatever opportunities. But to your last statement, I want to end with this amazing quote from Brene Brown that is really beautiful. The dark does not destroy the light. It defines it. Mm. It is our fear of the dark that casts our joy into the shadows. So if we don't right. have both, That's it. Yeah. What, there, there isn't the, 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 the beauty mm-hmm. of the growth or the pain. Right. Yep. And the, yeah, the joy won't be as joyful. I'm gonna say, how do you know the sweet without the sour? Yeah, you know? exactly right. Yep. It's tough. And in 1985 is when Sour Patch Kids came out. By the way, in case you wanted to know, I heard that. I was this wondering on the, that on the way here. That so is also when the Bears won. Yep. The, uh, 15 and 1. Uh, Super Bowl. And they only gave like 10 points in the playoffs. God, can we go one episode without <laughs> Bears? <laughs> it is not possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, just, I just got that. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back. Where's the song? God, Come you. on, what's the song? <laughs> Do the song. Going on a bear, bear hunt. hunt. Bear uh, hunt. Uh, bear uh, hunt. Uh, We're going on a bear hunt. But before that, please like, subscribe, review, follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. 
and all the things. And send us an email if you have a question or a comment or a topic idea or you just want to say hi. Hi. Telling on ourselves <laughs> three at gmail.com. Peace. Love. Rock and roll. <laughs>